the book uh i asked chris if he had it's based on a book i asked yes yeah. i guess chris if he had seen it and i read the book and because they took out like a whole entire subplot of the book the book's really good too is it yeah I had heard the book was really good. A yeah. friend of mine had uh, had read it and highly recommended it, but yeah. again, just didn't pick up on it. Yeah, it's been such a long time since I've completed a book that wasn't a, a manuscript submission for the model. That you're a book man now. That's well, yeah, and that's why pages. And that's why we need a temp so I can have somebody else read. You know, be the first reader <laughs> for things. Well, if this part of unemployment continues, I'll gladly read your books. <laughs> Jared! Yeah. Unpaid intern. Um, until, you know, until we actually, if we ever manage to get, um, if we manage to get nonprofit status, it can start maybe making that a legit thing. Anyway. It'd be, it'd be cool to be on the ground floor of the next McSweeney's. <laughs> We'd have to have a journal for that though, right? Because they started out with they started out with the the was it was it always an annual or was it a like quarterly it or always, something? I think it was a quarterly. I'm not. I'm not. Don't take this into like as you know knowledge or anything. Oh no, we're putting it out on the podcast. So. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, it's true. <laughs> so, so it's it's clearly true. Anything that goes up on the internet okay. is true. So, okay. <laughs> I I think once Eggers got his heartbreaking work of staggering genius movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think he set out to think me. I don't know which came first, the website or the Coralie, but they mm. fed into each other. Yeah. Now they feed into each other. And then I just know it gave us the believer, which gave us the stuff I've read column from, uh, Nick, from Hornby. Nick Hornby. Yes. And the three compilations of said column, which are fantastic. Yes, I love those books. I love them as much as my favorite, Mm-hmm. Hornby novels, I would say. I've never. Well, I can't say that. I was going to say I've never laughed out loud so much as I have at those at those columns. But uh, Douglas Adams made me so. Basically, just Brits have made me laugh that much. I. What amazes me about that column more than anything is the fact that he reads ten books a month at least. Well, but and not it always. Me. It do, not always because he does have the stuff I read and stuff I bought. Oh, you yeah, know? that's right. So he buys at least 10 <laughs> books a month. And then in in a column, sometimes it'll say read none. And then he says it was World Cup. So, <laughs> 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 so yes. And that, that also makes me feel better as a reader because I'm like, okay, well, even, even a man such as Nick Hornby has... And- well, first of all, it made me feel better as a collector too. I'm like, mm. I am not alone. I am, I am the person that has stacks of things that will take me forever to get to. Like even authors you admire, mm-hmm. you know, have massive collections of of things that they will never read. Exactly. Well, it makes sense for Nick Hornby to be that guy. He's the mm. one who gave us High Fidelity. So yes. and uh, <laughs> Fever Pitch as well mm-hmm. shows that his levels of obsession right. no bounds. Yeah. And so, have you read? I, I you've probably I assume you've read the book. I have not read the book of oh, Fever, Fever Pitch. Pitch. Yes, but I, that's that's how much of an obsessive I am. I've yeah. read every Nick Hornby book. <laughs> I think I've read every book but Fever Pitch. But I've seen both movies. The book Fever Pitch is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's his first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it predates predates High Fidelity. The Colin Firth British version of Fever Pitch is really mm-hmm. good. Have yeah. you seen that? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. So because I remember. It's odd, and I think we may have brought this up on the podcast before, but I do distinctly remember 
Well, I think Hornby read, or uh, not read, I think Hornby wrote the script for the Firth version. Mm-hmm. And he produced the Drew Barrymore version, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to bring up because I'm pretty sure we've brought this up before on the podcast. I think we have done, yes. But I distinctly remember, and I may have brought this up too, that there was the packaging for the video was a half-nude woman with soccer cleats covering yes. her boobs. You have mentioned yeah. that, completely misrepresenting what the film was. <laughs> yes, which had I um, not caught on IFC back when they showed independent movies mm-hmm. um, before they started making sitcoms on based on podcasts right yes hey <laughs> Which, a great sitcom <laughs> yes by papa marin <laughs> papa marin yes um he um like he i would have never... the wtf with the exclamation point <laughs> yes <laughs> um i would have never known like what it was like it was this dramedy about soccer obsessiveness and mm-hmm. it's so good yeah, um, I I remember really enjoying IFC when it was more independent films than it was like Portlandia. <laughs> I, I I like what's become. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. That's yeah. not to say you know it gave us it gave us Marin, it gave us uh, Portlandia, it gave us Comedy Bang Bang and mm-hmm. its uh, and its uh, 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 visual form and mm-hmm. Reggie Watts. Yes, yeah, Reggie. good old Reggie Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like it too because I caught a lot of movies i would never have seen otherwise Mm -hmm. especially now in a area time when um content um is the gatekeepers of content are slowly like kind of pulling away yeah yeah Um, yeah. it's nice that i was able to like such rare things like um back when before Lars von trier became like a sad miserable bastard Mm -hmm. he did this um he did this mini series called the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I think they've done actually done two parts of it now. And it was remade into, it was remade in America. And I think Stephen King had something to do with it, but it's called the kingdom. And it was about like ghosts in this, this hospital built on like an ancient oh, a kingdom hospital. Yeah. yeah. I remember the, the Stephen King version. Yeah. It was based like on a large Von Lars von Trier, like TV show. Hmm. Like it was a mini series, um, and I think then, the American mini series had Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who was in. I don't know if there was a Skarsgård in the Kingdom. Well, if it was, if it was Scandinavian in any way, there's yeah. a Skarsgård in there's there a somewhere. Skarsgård. There's, yeah, the odds of there being a Skarsgård pretty high. <laughs> yeah, and then he did a version. He did a movie about Medea, not Tyler Perry. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, but the actual Greek. Yeah, myth, back there, yeah. I saw Greek myth. That was actually really good. I, I saw a lot of early Von Trier because of IFC. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Element of Crime, I think, was another early movies I got to see because it just happened to be an IFC at the time. I'm like, oh, where's Ryan Trier? He's he's a he's a director to watch. Yeah, and now I just avoid his stuff like the plague, not because it's not good, just but because, because of the problematic figure he's become. And not only that, just because. I like my brain. I like being happy. Yeah. And ever since Dancer in the Dark, um, mm, okay, I, I try. I have to prepare myself to gird your loins, as it were, for a yes, country experience. Yeah, and it's hard to do um, to do that stuff like that when I know it's going to be infinite sadness. Yeah. Not, 
forget melancholy. <laughs> there will be infinite sadness. Hmm. The world will become a vampire for about probably three days after I watch <laughs> a Von Trier movie. <laughs> Not to mention the general mutilation, I'm told. I won't, mm. I, 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 I'm not a crick, so I don't have to put myself through a professional crick, so I don't have to go put myself through that. Sure. If I don't have to. On like your Antichrist scale yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I have not gone down the, gone down the Von Trier uh, rabbit hole. Oh. And I, you know, I, I may at some point, um, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Soon. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to what the fork. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got my Eddie Murphy laugh, but. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, I'm Jared. I'm Jason. I didn't almost forget my own name. Uh, but yeah, and um, I don't know, you want to get business out of the way? We're at What the Fork Pod on everything. On everything, but the Facebooks. That's true, because I I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't, do, do I need another Facebook page to manage? I think you're okay. I think so too. Everything you get posted, mm-hmm. if you want Hootenwaddle, I mean, if you want uh, What the Fork News on Facebook, follow Hootenwaddle. Yeah, and I mean, let's face it. We've had over 2,000 downloads. Say what? Episodes. Say what? <laughs> and we've done this without Facebook. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Jared? <laughs> oh, no. We just lost 2,000 downloads. <laughs> they took them back. But yeah, no, we've hit 2,000. We've hit 2,000 downloads. Yeah. Uh, well, I, we haven't quite hit 2,000 downloads, but we've hit more than 2,000 listens overall. We're actually mm. going to hit at the pace we're going, we're going to hit 2000 downloads by the end of the week. Okay. Um, so thank you for buddies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because we have the explicit rating, which you would know because you've all downloaded this before. <laughs> <Yeah>. you... <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Benches. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what the fork pot on the instas mm-hmm. and the twitters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Jason E. Kyle on the twitters. You're at limited underscore engagement. LTD underscore engagement. That's mm-hmm. right. So. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and thank you. And thank you for telling people about the show. It's been nice to get uh, to 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 have this like I don't know. It's just very uh, what is it called? Um, Surreal. There's that surreal, uh, that, uh, uh, but no, what's the positive thing? Uh, affirming, Uh, (laughs) reaffirming. (laughs) I'm like, wait, positive, positive, positive word. (laughs) I don't say the A word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh but it's really cool. That's, it's really, I mean, this is, it's. And it just keeps going, mm-hmm. keeps going and growing, and and it's it's really fucking cool. I remember I was thinking today. I remember when we were discussing this, um, and we thought, do we start from the beginning, mm-hmm. or do we just go straight into season three? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was what was airing at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, and we decided. We'll just start, from start the at the beginning. It's worked out. It, it it had to in order to satisfy my OCD. 
Um, oh. It was great. I was uh, I I had uh, started listening to um, the vocal fries. I think I mentioned I might have mentioned this last mm-hmm. time. It's um, uh, Carrie's podcast, Chris's wife. Yeah, I just um, discovered it, and it's a it's a really great podcast. I highly recommend that one. Um, and they, uh, and, and Chris said, if you're interested in listening, you know, here are some to jump into. I'm like, ha, 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 I'm listening from episode one up. That's, <laughs> that's how I have to do everything. Thankfully, there are only like 40 something episodes of that. So I don't have another, like, I just discovered it this week. Um, I was just told Chris this afternoon that I was going to listen to it. Um, yeah. It's a good, it's, I mean, the thing is that it's like, it's it's, it makes linguistics accessible, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I love language in general. I'm a, uh, I would say linguistic novice, uh, or linguistic amateur, if you will. And, uh, and it's just like, everything is okay. Don't, their motto is don't be an asshole. So yeah. I, um, I was saying that I, as someone who likes the last five minutes of a Terry Gross show. Yes. Um, I usually, uh, I really enjoy their linguistic expert that they have and talks about mm-hmm. like the word of the year and how language is used. And I'm thinking, well, there's a whole podcast about this. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. So I'm it's gonna, cool. I'm going to check it out. I'm enjoying it. No. Um, speaking of affirmation. Oh, we'll get to your affirmation shortly, but I do want to mention. Uh, as much as we've asked of our fork buddies already, we want to continue to get as many ratings as possible wherever you're listening to us. Just hit one of those star things, preferably on the five side of it. But yeah. you know, whatever, Far live right. your life. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, uh, we want honesty, ethically speaking. So, <laughs> and ethnically speaking. Um, yes. So <laughs> that, that ties into our affirmation. Okay. Yeah, that ties into affirm- we want some positive affirmation. Absolutely. So, um I enjoyed the first 2 minutes of uh this episode that we're going to discuss today. Mhm. Because um uh Jason Manzuka says my name over and over and over again. <laughs> when he's not saying Derek. <laughs> well, he's not saying his name. <laughs> He's saying Jason. He's saying my name. And now I know he's not I know he's not technically talking about me. Uh-huh. We've never met me and Mr. Manzukas. Yeah. Or Derek for that matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> um but 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 you can insert yourself into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to connect with I, I find that my job as co host uh, is to okay. connect with the work. Um and this is how I connected. <laughs> By with Jason Manzukas saying your name. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to just go ahead and move this iPad because I think I can remember my notes and then I won't keep banging it and having uh, th- there's a lot of vibration going on on the mic boom there. All right. Perfect. Can you see? I can see. We're good? Yeah. All right. So when we last left our uh, <laughs> our erstwhile adventurers, Janet had revealed Dare Minute. Okay, I'll miss you like crazy. I'll miss you more. No, I'll miss you more. Bye! <laughs> my first time meeting someone, so we might be a little bit off. Janet, you can't just go around inventing people. Get rid of him immediately. No. Eleanor told me to find a rebound guy. I couldn't find one, so I made one. 
He's helping me forget about Jason. Ugh. Jason, 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 Jason. Jason, 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 Jason. Jason, 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 Jason. Don't be jealous. I love you now, and we are going to spend every second together. No, 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 you are not, Janet. No one can know about. I'm so sorry. What's your name again? Derek Hostetler. If anybody finds out about him, we are very specific. He has to stay in your void. It's our void now. <laughs> we moved in together. What? Can you believe it? I got my own hanger for my jumpsuit. Right? I mean, that's, that's so fast. <laughs> well, when you know, you know. And we know literally everything. <laughs> we are so in sync. We're finishing each other. Derek! <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's amazing how it captures, like, this captures, like, the first, the salad days of any relationship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're finishing each other's Derek. (laughs) I love you more. I Um, love you more. And they moved in together. It's so fast. (laughs) Uh, So I had a point about that, actually. First of all, I had been curious. I didn't see anything uh, about this, but Derek Hofstetler is such a specific name that I wondered if, it was a reference to something. You know how on Scrubs, um, or basically on any uh, uh, yeah, Bill Lawrence show, yeah. uh, there's going to be a character named Randall Winston. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's the producer. Um, there's... Wait, what? Did you know that Bill Lawrence... I haven't watched the show, but that Whiskey Cavalier show? That's a Bill Lawrence show. There's a Derek Hofstetler Tumblr. <laughs> there's um, <laughs> there's a comedian named Derek Hofstetter. Uh huh. Because um, back when MySpace was a thing, yeah, he was um trolling for audience people. Um, whenever he would tour a date, and at the time I was living in Milwaukee, he trolled my, my MySpace page and said, "Hey, I'm coming to your town, huh. MySpace." <laughs> Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not seeing a reference to a specific Hofstetler that this, but it's it's just, it's such a specific name. It seems like it has to be a reference to something. So Fork Buddies, if you know, hit us up. Yes. Uh, I wanted to... Derek's sign that just appears. Yes. Now, that's very uh, Wiley Coyote. Yep. I was thinking that too. Or Daffy Duck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duck yeah. season. Yeah. Oh. Rabbit season. Mm-hmm. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck, Duck season. season. Rabbit season. We're, um, Rabbit season. I, or you a big uh, uh, Bugs Bunny? Or you a Warner Brothers or a Disney guy? I was not so much either. I mean, I was a Tiny Toons guy. Um, so that would make you a Warner Brothers guy. That would make me a Warner Brothers guy. That's true. I did like watching Looney Tunes a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I preferred, I preferred the wackiness of that to the kind of sweetness of Disney. Although mm-hmm. I did enjoy a couple of the shows in particular, such as Darkwing Duck, mm-hmm. Ducktales, and Tailspin. Um. Yes, I too enjoyed Darkwing Duck and Tailspin. I mean, the late eighties, early nineties was mm-hmm. prime Disney. Yeah, after school stuff, come home, mm-hmm. watch the 
And then Tiny Toons came along. Oh, yeah. And then it was all over. Do you remember um, Freakazoid? Yeah. That I fucking loved that show. It was so good. Um, I I remember I I was a Disney guy because we had Disney Channel because I was the babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, then, but then I think at some point Bugs Bunny had like it was he turned fifty years old and mm-hmm. I got really obsessed with animation. Like I could tell you. Probably till to this day, I could probably tell you who directed what Bugs Bunny cartoon. Oh, really? Was it Chuck Jones or a Fritz Feeling or um, just by the type of humor and the camera stroke, like the oh. pencil strokes? Huh. It's kind of I got really nerdy about it. <laughs> um, plus, I'm a big um, I like Chuck Jones cartoons a lot mm-hmm. just because that's the what's opera doc. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, like the the really famous musical ones, um, I thought were like the really good one uh, were my favorites. Yeah, um, and Chuck Jones also did a did Grinch and the Grinch Who Stole Christmas, and he also did a movie version that of makes Mechanic very much sense. Oh yeah, I loved that as a kid. Mm-hmm. That was I I watched that a lot, which was like my favorite book as mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, likewise. And, Short shrift. Yeah. <laughs> the doldrums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so great. Norton Jester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and side note, so the guy who direct who did the illustrations in the book, mm-hmm. I think it wrote wrote or had something to do with the house with the clock and its walls. Yeah. The book, um, which made me once I learned that that made me want to go see the movie a little bit more than normal. Mm-hmm. And the movie's actually. Movie's not okay. Bad. Movie's not bad. I mean, I I like Jack Black. I think that when he tones it down, he's best. Um, yeah. And then uh, it's Kate Blanchett. She she's by far the best part. Mm. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, and I still can't get over the fact that Eli Roth had any part to do with that. That's pretty crazy. That's right? insane. Because I like he had. Yeah, he. That's the one movie of his that like I can I like. I can't think of another Eli Roth movie that. <laughs> well, because he's usually like a shock horror guy. Yeah, and it's it, he's like it's either Campbell's or yeah. torture hostels mm-hmm. or right. Yeah, Ugh. unless he can't do it. Yeah, unless he's and unless Tarantino puts him in a movie about um, scalping Nazis. Right, right, right. Um, I could, I really don't care. Yeah. Um, but uh, and he did like the Death Wish remake. Mm. Oh yeah, which I heard is not. It seems like right wing trolley behavior to me. It's another uh, another in a long line of of awful Bruce Willis joints, right? Yeah, that's right yeah. here. Yeah. It's just a shame because Bruce Willis used to make good joints. He did. He gave us Die Hard. Mm-hmm. He gave us Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yes. Uh, gave us uh, the coast. Have some laughs. laughs. <laughs> um and and actually i mean i i he's another person who who can be really good i think he gets underused in a dramatic sense Mm -hmm. like i mean he was good in the sixth sense i enjoyed that although i don't think i've seen the sixth sense more than twice Mm -hmm. Uh, i did like unbreakable yeah um he's good in glass haven't seen it don't (laughs) 
I actually I haven't seen anything of the trilogy, I guess, since Unbreakable. Yeah. Well, so you've never so the I mean since you already know, and spoiler alert, Fork Buddies, um, the twist and glass. Wait, ten, nine, eight, seven. That's enough. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> the twist and glass is the is that it is part not not the twist and glass. The twist and split. Mm. Um, is the fact that it's connected to Unbreakable, right? Which is how well, I mean, which is how we get them all in glass. Yes. Yeah. So that's. Um, I mean, talk about a long time between sequels. Well, I thought it was a long time between Back to the Future's one and two. Well, but- M-, M. Night Shyamalan had probably used up all of his cred with mm-hmm. everything that he had done since. Science. What a disappointing filmmaker. <laughs> because I was overall. I mean, I you know, I haven't really thought that anything was worth of much note since Unbreakable. To be, you know, I I just I had tried watching Science. I tried watching whatever the other, um, the Mark Wahlberg one. Oh, <laughs> it's it's funny because um. Uh, yeah, that, that Mark Wahlberg movie is terrible, terrible, and like it could have been really good. Like I don't, know, I don't know if it's just like I didn't, I wouldn't even go near his last Airbender. I, I never watched the show. I really liked the show. I thought the show was really good. I didn't see the follow-up, the Book of Korra or whatever. I didn't see any of that. Mm-hmm. But but Avatar: The Last Airbender was was a really good cartoon. I liked it a lot. I hear they're bringing it back, but like as someone who doesn't know, mm-hmm. I never got into it in the first place. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And um, like the signs signs is good up until the end. It's the and um the twist isn't as well executed. Mm. And then supposedly he kind of plagiarized the village from a, like a kid's book. Mm. And then laying the wire is awful. The happening is awful. Mm. I didn't even bother with the Will Smith movie he did. Um, then um, lately it's been like the visit is like the handheld version of going to grandma's house. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Split was good, mainly because of McAvoy. Yeah, he usually he, he's usually pretty good. And Glass just could have been better. I heard that he offered to, uh, if if the new Picard show ever needs a young Picard, to do, <laughs> <laughs> since he's already done since Young since Xavier. Mac- That's him, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. McAvoy would, uh, yeah. Um, I would, I would, I would like to see McAvoy um, do a Picard. I like to see McAvoy in anything. He's good. He's good. Yeah. No, but he really pulls off a young Professor X really well. You know, keeping in mind uh, an older Patrick Stewart. So yeah, it would be kind of would be kind of cool. Um, one more thing before we go into the good segue. Oh yeah. You see what I did there? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched the Frasier where. Um, Patrick Stewart. Um, <laughs> I love that episode. Is the is the not boyfriend of Frazier? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that episode. Yeah. Um, I got such a big kick out of it. 
and mm-hmm. um it's basically patrick stewart's character from jeffrey also yeah yeah and there's an episode of 30 rock i think the third or fourth season of 30 rock mm-hmm. where liz and or jack sets up liz with a lesbian friend of oh jack. yes yes i feel like there's been once in cheers and once in fraser now where i felt like they three rock is kind of taken liberally yeah um, it seems like the show that would feel comfortable doing that mm-hmm. i mean it's it's definitely pays i mean the whole concept of 30 rock pays homage to like a mary tyler moore style show anyway mm-hmm. so it doesn't seem out of you know like they would steal from and it's such I, a, well let's let's say pay homage to yeah and it's such a tribute to sitcoms anyway yeah oh yeah and, just just the medium mm-hmm. yes I, this is the part where i'm sure carly is tuning out <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys we, talking about? <laughs> yeah, as we as we extol the virtues of great sitcoms, um, <laughs> Carly Shorman, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and that's the good segue. <laughs> See what you did there. All right, so let's get back into the show. What was the point of that digression? I have no idea. Oh, we started. We started with. We started with cartoons we did oh because wiley coyote yeah Derek. yep yes with the, and sign. the sign says why can't i stop saying jason yeah i can't i can't please help i can't stop saying jason i don't i don't want you to stop <laughs> <laughs> um i do want before we go back into the good place to say that i think that um patrick stewart makes a delightful addition to whatever he's in yes are you gonna watch the picard show oh yeah oh yeah yeah i have it's it makes me there's there's the cheap person inside me who cringes every time I think about it, but I have a subscription to CBS All Access just because of Discovery, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched any of season two of Discovery yet. I've, I have my dad's password oh. for CBS All Access. I still haven't time to watch Discovery. Once Frasier's over with, mm-hmm. like, sky's the limit. You know what I started watching the other night that I thought was that I thought was real because I I finished what did I finish? I did finish Russian Doll and that was really good. Okay, I liked that a lot. I saw the end of Kimmy Schmidt. I thought the last episode was really good, but I'm also glad it's over because I felt like it was running out of steam. Um, <laughs> the other night when we had when we went out and I had Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time I order Pinot Noir, I do my little Titus. <laughs> Pinot Noir, mid-sized car. <laughs> Pinot Noir. <laughs> um, oh, uh, is, it, is it the Good Girls? With um, Retta yeah. and um, Joan yes. from Mad Men. And then the person who was also um, the oldest daughter of, this is going to be just how TV my brain is, the the oldest daughter of the Gilmore girl who is in um, the in Parenthood, <laughs> um, or the believe the fourth girlfriend. Oh yeah, in, yes, in 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 uh, in Scott Pilgrim. Yes. yes. I believe your phone may be dangerously close to a cord. Yeah, I actually tried to move it away. Perfect. Okay. So, um, 
was oh but it's good i, I watched i've watched mm-hmm. the first like two or three episodes so far mm-hmm. i think it's 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 really good i like it a lot i love and that Joan. answers um also the question where what matthew lillard is up to oh <laughs> if anybody had that question uh he's in good girls he, he's in good girls yeah he showed up in something else too which he's in twin peaks the return oh that's right Yes, I remember so, that. He's been kind of slowly creeping on up lately. Yeah, he became like a decent actor somewhere along the line. Yeah, he's yeah. in The Descendants, too. Oh, yeah. 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 So I liked is. him in that movie because... The Descendants is a good movie. I like I it a lot. Alexander Payne. That's true. Yeah. Very true. All right. So, so is Matthew get... Lord in The Good Place? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys! Oh, Michael, you frightened me. Jason's making me watch this horror film about two ex convicts who try to rob and murder a neglected child. <laughs> hey, I got some great news. I have arranged so, for you to have a I took I, I, a, I bet you're tired of being cooped up in this house. I do this with movies sometimes. Yes. Um, where. If in case you haven't seen the episode Fork Boys, they're watching Home Alone. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably should mention that. Yeah. So, um, I do this sometimes with me. So I, one time I, and I apologize when I, if I say this, but, um, if it's offensive anyone, it's not really that offensive, but the wizard of Oz is about two women fighting over a pair of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes. But it could have been anybody, you know, doesn't have to necessarily be two women. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um. Do you, do you do this at all? Like, try to think of crazy things to do with movies, or? like re- reducing it down to like a, a just a, a simple trope or something. Yeah, like making it, um, like turning Home Alone to a horror movie. Yeah. No, I. It's not something that I've done, but I could see the appeal of it yeah. when you put it that way. And and I yes that. <laughs> <laughs> or turning the turning a sweet kids movie. Yeah, uh, into a into a caddy. <laughs> yes, basically, it's it's about a young boy inflicting torture on two grown men. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, da- poor Daniel Stern. Yes. Iron poor Joe Pesci. Face. Oh yeah, hair on fire. Yes. Head on fire. Yeah. Oof. Um, yeah. Uh, Macaulay fucking man. You filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> when did that become like a thing? What? Like. I just noticed like a couple of Christmases ago, mm-hmm. people just started to say, and keep the change, you filthy animals. I, th- I actually don't, I think I've even uh, ever seen the original film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only am aware of that scene from Home Alone. Wait, you've never seen the original Home Alone? No, I've okay. seen the original Home Alone. No, but the, the keep the change, you filthy animals is from the the movie the 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 angels um, with dirty faces yeah right that which is a macaulay culkin is watching right and i haven't seen that film which i don't even think that's a well the movie they're watch he watches is not a real movie sure it is no no they made that up for the show it totally seems like okay first of all i haven't watched home alone probably since i was about 11 years old so i'm gonna say but at the time, I thought it was like it had to be like an Edward G. Robinson movie or something. No, it's I think it's not that, a real thing. I don't think it's a real thing. Do you think so? I wonder, damn it. 
We don't have because, time for this. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole for Home Alone. No, but, but, but keep in mind that in the sequel... It makes me wonder if the voice for the film that he's watching is Eugene Levy, though. It could be. It could it actually sounds... be Eugene Levy in really good makeup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So. Okay. So maybe for a bonus podcast at some point, if we ever do one of those, we'll watch <laughs> Home Alone. <laughs> and they did... There's a sequel... Like mm-hmm. angels with even dirtier faces that they do in Home Alone too, <laughs> which I've never seen those, the sequel. Um, it's just, I mean, maybe I have, maybe I did see the sequel. I don't know. You're not. I, I mean, it's Jason. I'm 36 now. I'm I'm losing my have you my memory for films apparently that I saw when I was a kid. How have you? I I don't know. And I, yet. I can equate everything with a Simpsons episode. It's amazing. You're... I'm going to be 90 years old and I will have forgotten my own name, but I'll be able to say, this reminds me of that episode of the Simpsons where <laughs> grandpa does. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Back to the good place. House, aren't you? I am a bit actually. All this time indoors has degraded my skin from radiant to merely dewy. <laughs> me. <laughs> Well, there's going to be plenty of sun and fun at the private campsite that I set up for you at the edge of the neighborhood. Here you go. <laughs> he did he get a Jaguar's bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yep. be torturing you for the go time being, so just relax. Live it up. Out you go here. Now, sadly, Janet is still offline, so you, you can't call her, okay? But best news is none of this is suspicious. It's going to happen to us, but I need to tell you something. I love you. What are you watching? Um, Cannonball Run 2. Again? You watch that movie a lot. Well, well, it's basically my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) But you can never watch it. This copy is mine. Uh Uh-oh, I guess I'm still pretty selfish. (laughs) Help! I need another ethics lesson, quick! Very weird energy coming off of you right now. (laughs) Hey, guys, what you doing? (laughs) Nothing? Great. So, Chidi, just want to double check. How do ethical philosophers feel about murder? It's frowned upon. Okay. What if the reason you want to murder someone is to make your life easier? That's okay, right? Is there a problem here, bud? Okay. Uh, no. Too hard to explain. I'll show you. Janet. Hi there. Hey there. Who the fork is that? Derek Hofstetler, P.I. <laughs> I love that he adds that. There's no explanation for him adding that at all, but it's perfect. Well, doesn't his um um Mantukas's character in Nine Nine? He's a becomes a private investigator, right? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. This I believe predates his run on that. Yes, I think it does. Okay, because that was just is that just last season? Um. It's been it's, a multi-season it's hard, arc. It's hard to to say because Brooklyn Nine Nine had been on a full like twenty two, twenty four episode season, and The Good Place is on a thirteen episode season. So mm-hmm. it well, it's been a few multi-season arc now. Yeah, like he, he well, he had a main Rosa. story arc where he was dating Rosa, and then he comes, he goes into witness protection. Spoiler alert for anybody who's not up on Brooklyn Nine Nine, but he goes into witness protection, right? And then he comes back. Yep. Yeah. Which, um, again, uh, we'll discuss this more in detail when we start our next podcast. The noise, the noise pl- place, noise place. Yeah. Investigating Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Coming at you from whom? Well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen to it after Arch and Bob's. Oh, that's right. Arch and Bob's. Which Archer is the new season of Archer is on Hulu. Oh, uh, well, or, so the one that was, it would be new to you. I've already me, seen it because I, I watched it. it in progress on yeah. Comedy Central. Because you, you know. Because app. Yeah. Because <laughs> app. So the other thing I wrote down, I was like, why, why did Tahani and Jason get the big A? I mean, obviously it's to further the plot. It's to further the plot and also to get them out of the way. Yeah. Because. Because Elnor's doing the work here. They need a B plot, yeah, and so that's their B plot. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, classic sitcom writing. There, sitcom writing one hundred and one with Jared and Jason. Hey, you need an A plot with the main arc and a B plot and that ties in to the A plot. And if your sitcom's really good, mm-hmm. you'll even have a C plot. Yep. So they do this on the nine nine every mm. so often. They do. Yes. So, usually involving Scully and Hitchcock. Are you up to date on 99? I am. That last Doug Judy episode. Oh, so, so good. Pyak <laughs> Band. Oh, man. Anytime, anytime. Craig Robinson, right? Yeah. Anytime he's in anything, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I just, I think he's one of the funniest motherfuckers ever. There's this, I mean,. Hot tub time machine movies aside, mm-hmm. I like them both. I'm sorry, I don't at me. I still haven't seen the second one. I think the first one is very funny. Don't at me, followers. But I'm sorry, both hub time, hot tub time machines are all right. Mm-hmm. The first one's of course better. Mm-hmm. Keysack. <laughs> There's this movie that I really want to see. Uh, maybe you've seen it. Have you heard of Morris from America? No. Um, if I recall, the plot is um, Craig Robinson plays the dad and him and his son have to move to Germany for a job. Okay. And it's kind of about how they adjust to living in a foreign country. Hmm. Um, and it looks funny as hell, but it's like one of those movies that like gets limited release in theaters and gotcha. then goes straight to iTunes. And now it's like on demand. I'm pretty sure it's, you can easily find it on Amazon. I've been meaning to try it. So fork bites. If you've seen the movie Morris from America, hit us up. Hit us up. Let us know. Let us know it's worth our time because we can't watch Good Place all the time. But we do. <laughs> I made him. Oh. Did you do that because um, of what I said? Yes, because of what you said. Janet. So, thank you, Eleanor. Thank you, Eleanor. <laughs> you know, you seem so sad. <laughs> do you want me to make you a boyfriend too? Ooh, I could have a brother? Yes. Based on your last 10,000 comments, it would be Stone Cold Steve Austin's head on Sahani's body. Or vice versa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, goodbye. Say goodbye, Derek. Uh, Good, Bob. I hope we same place again very now. (laughs) (laughs) His brain is wrong. (laughs) Okay. He said good, Bob, right? Yes, he did. Good, Bob. Hope we again very now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. His brain is wrong. Yeah. Did he say Thor yet? Did he say down. Thor? Yeah, I wrote somewhere. That Did he, he say Thor? Thor? Okay, you're gonna have to point that out to me because I okay. missed that. <laughs> Just cheating. Oh, no, this is... oh, this is great. I have yeah. this down here too. Yes. Not it isn't Derek who says it. It's Jason. Oh yes. Whimsy and restraint. Oh, so restrained. You know, I believe it was Prime Minister. 
That's what I had down. The classic aspects of British sport. Whimsy and restraint. <laughs> it's like she's never watched a soccer game before. <laughs> or football. football. Yes. Neville Chamberlain, who called croquet barely a game. <laughs> it's kind of fun, I guess. But can I teach you a different game? And this one, just whack it as hard as you can in whatever direction you want. Jaguars rule! Jackie Rouse, very good. <laughs> oh, whoa, nice. How'd she not get class in her fight? I, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Thor! <laughs> okay, here's where I am. So, we I just, kill. I like how he thinks Thor, F-O-R-E, Thor. is Thor, as in Hemsworth. As in the God of Thunder. Yes. yes. Which, yes. Um, as you're recording this, Mm-hmm. A the final Avengers Endgame trailer came out today. I have not seen a single trailer. I am not going to see a trailer. I'm going to avoid as much as I can as a person who has to be on the internet on a regular basis. I am going to avoid seeing anything about this film. Oh, but dude, they reveal nothing about the plot. That's what's brilliant about these trailers. Mm-hmm. They tell you nothing about the plot. Okay. And it got me right here. Oh yeah, you right know, in the feels. Right in the feels, man. Never has never has a two and a half minute advertisement for a Disney product ever got me so emotional. And here I am. Then you have not been watching your fair share of erectile dysfunction commercials. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Now that you told me, I'm gonna start. <laughs> Derek. Now think about it. What if Vicky calls for Janet and Derek shows up too? She's got to have a lot of questions that we can't answer. But Derek does seem to be helping Janet get over Jason, right? No earthquakes since he showed up. If we get rid of Derek, then maybe Janet will start glitching again? Okay, if we can't kill Derek, then we got to break up Jason and Tahani. If that relationship ends, then Janet won't feel sad anymore, and maybe she'll get rid of Derek herself. Okay, can I can we talk about how this is sort of uh, Shakespearean mm-hmm. in like the whole like, comedy of errors kind of way of you know the plotting to break up the couple and then the yeah yeah this is very um is it Midsummer's Night's Dream kind of yeah, yeah but yeah but in reverse yes <laughs> something I don't know but it it just struck me that it's a very like like classical plot. Mm-hmm. Girl, you are a messy bench who loves drama, and I am into it. (laughs) But that's also ethically kind of dicey. Here comes the egghead. (laughs) If we do t-shirts for our show, I would like to nominate a messy bench who who loves drama, and I'm into it on the back. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas I will also, well, let's do this. Like We haven't had a Twitter poll in a few weeks. Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, let's get... Let's get the uh, let's get the viewers involved here. What would you rather have? They're called listeners. It's a podcast. They're called Fork Buddies, Jared. <laughs> okay. Or maybe you forgot. Whatever. <laughs> um, Messy benches, Fork <laughs> Buddies. So we can have um, we can maybe do t-shirts, mm-hmm. t-shirts that maybe we never make unless we find out there's demand. Sure, yeah. If there's demand for t-shirts, yeah. pony up for t-shirts. That's, that's... Much like James Bonding did with hashtag Kananga Balloon mm-hmm. versus hashtag Pigeon Double Take. So this is what we're... <laughs> I won't even do the poll. This is what we're going to do mm-hmm. um, 
and we can either do hashtag messy benches mm-hmm. or hashtag here comes the egghead. Ah, okay. All right. I like Because I like here comes the egghead. Here comes the egghead. <laughs> yes, I like that too. Okay. All right. And telling them that he was once married to Janet might cause them harm. It's not permissible to, to ruin their happiness to save ourselves. Wait, but isn't keeping a secret from someone basically like lying, though? No, no, no. It's okay to keep a secret as long as that secret isn't harming anyone. And telling them that <laughs> Subtext. secret might cause harm. Uh-huh. Noise! Cool. See? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Noise. I'll tell you what. Noise. 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 That is... Uh-huh. Total Shurverse crossover right there. Yep, there's your 9-9 reference. There's the 9-9 reference. So I wrote down about his little ethical... Mm-hmm. I called... I kind of called bullshit. Well, that also is the... It's the... Um, it is bullshit, first of all, especially mm-hmm. because it's not a. It's not an absolute truth. Mm-hmm. He's advocating for white lies. Yep. Um, but... And I guess, like, define harm, dude. Exactly. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Whom is it harming? Or yeah. whom is it not harming? And exactly. how do we... Whom harms whom doesn't get harmed whom harm? <laughs> now, again, also, the this whole, like, secret, like, um, the the subtext of, of, like, the cannonball run, you know, uh, <laughs> to VHS... <laughs> you know, not being that movie and the keeping the secret, you know, with the, it's again, very much like, uh, um, not a Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, maybe it's still Midsummer Night's Dream. What's the one that Joss Whedon remade? That's Midsummer Night's okay, Dream. Okay. So yeah, same, same, same thing. I've seen some shit. I've seen some Shakespeare, dude. I have too, I know along I the about. way. I, I also, as an English major, took a, a, a Shakespeare class um and still am saying which one is it (laughs) i have seen three versions of hamlet this just also goes though to prove my point about how great i am at learning what i need to to get through something and then being (laughs) able to forget it (laughs) Mm -hmm. i've seen the mel version mel gibson version of hamlet the kenneth Branagh, i'm assuming uh yes actually that one i went to see at least twice in the theater well because Brandon does the best shakespeare yes um besides olivier (laughs) (laughs) truth um but um i got to see that a few times one a couple a few times and it's like a big three hour thing that was filmed in 70 millimeter and i'm pretty sure bankrupted whatever studio funded it because Mm -hmm. um like i'm pretty sure no one else went to see it other than you well and i went to see it for free because the movie theater that i worked for um owned the art house in detroit so i could go into the movies for free but it's i mean it it is as of film versions of hamlet go it does have pretty much legendary critical status as one of the best Mm -hmm. yeah and it's the it's the unabridged version so yeah so can you imagine like kenneth Branagh just going to like some studios like hey i'm kenneth (laughs) Branagh. I, Money. <laughs> I um, it was the nineties. It was a more innocent time. People were still uh-huh. buying up their subprime mortgages and like, you know, you know like I did a version Bernie of Bernie Madoff still had years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. It's like my Henry the Fifth did okay. Um why don't you give me some more money so I can get um I want to do Hamlet. Now wait, hear me out. The full Hamlet. 
mm-hmm. unabridged <laughs> on 70 millimeter with Kate Winslet, Robin Williams. Wait, and then somebody somewhere had tuned out after full and was like, I heard full something. Yeah. Like full Monty didn't, what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> and like, here's $15 million. Go sure. make your Hamlet, Kenneth Branagh. Cause mm-hmm. you know, why not? Mm-hmm. And I'm, <laughs> pretty sure it flopped badly it's really Uh, good though it's great but i don't think that it did terribly well commercially but wasn't there the isn't the last version the ethan hawk version yes that's the other one i've seen the modernized which is really good yeah and bill murray's in it oh really okay i don't think i've seen that version this came out at the time that i was hating on ethan hawk so there was a there was a period where i just was over ethan hawk and his roguishly like uh, you know, five o'clock shadow. Were you not into the hottest state? I was not into the hottest state. <laughs> I was. Were you not hot for Hawk? I was not. <laughs> no, I was like, dude, dude, you're you're trying too hard to be like edgy. It felt like mm-hmm. he was trying to be um, like a, a, an intellectual uh, uh, James Dean kind mm-hmm. of deal. Um, kind of like what uh, what. Uh, Franco would go on to yeah to try as well. <laughs> sort of like if we were to equate Hawk with um like with does this mu- go ahead if we were to equate Hawk with say a musical person would it be your um Jay Ferrars as it were <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> would he be even though Dre- I think he's like friends with Tweety but um yeah I think he's more <laughs> of the Ferrar than the laid back Tweety mm-hmm. um. When did it turn around for you? Like, what was the what got you back in? Well, so the thing is, along the way, there kept being things like I. I thought Gattaca was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that. I. I um, uh, also had enjoyed him in uh, Link Ladder films. So mm-hmm. both when his appearance in Waking Life, and also when oh, yeah. he was in that trilogy of films with the, the Julie Delpy. Movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think are fantastic. He's never like gone away that's no. like um which is amazing but i think i don't know boyhood may have just gone back in like the good graces of like people but again link ladder yeah you know i it's it's like link ladder knows how to to use him to mm-hmm. his uh, at his best mm-hmm. except for then he's also at his best in first reformed yes so. Oh, God, That's yes. just, I mean, any any on the fenceness was just wi- wiped away completely by uh, two very different films, Juliet Naked and First Reformed last oh. year. So. Have you seen you've seen Training Day though, right? No, no, oh, you should watch Training Day. Yeah, because he um he talked he talked about this on Marin. Yes, yes, he about did. how he. Watched, you know, watched, um, studied up on Denzel, yeah, like, yeah. like he was training for like a sporting event, yeah, and he watching is watching the, the playback, yeah, he is so fucking good in training day, yeah, okay. yeah, um, and like training day is actually a really good movie, yeah, and it's interesting to see them back together in that magnificent seven remake, like they're Which just kind of seen the remake, I, I, I did not hear great things about it, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's all okay. right. Sight. Yeah. Sight. Denzel's on it. At least you know you're going to get, you know. <laughs> you're going to get the full Denzel. You're going to get the full Denzel. You're going to get some Ethan Hawke. You're going to get some Chris Pratt. If sure. That's, you know, if it's so cool like the Chris Pratt now. I, I, I don't know. know if it's cool like Chris Pratt anymore or I not. I don't think so either. I'm not sure. 
I hear I'm not, you know what? I'm not sure who it's cool to like anymore. Yeah. Because everybody's done something where it just makes you shake your head. I just, before I came, we were, I was listening to Marin. Oh, yeah. And the thousandth episode. The thousandth episode, which was awesome. Yes. That's one of the best episodes they've ever done. And just, just I, Marin and Brendan shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had to, when I pulled up, he was talking about how he almost stop the podcast yeah brandon Bre- brandon yeah brandon because of louie yeah because yep 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 yep, yep. and i was just was like wow like sh- shit dude <laughs> yeah we almost lost marin yeah um i'm glad they didn't i'm glad they sucked on it <laughs> yeah yeah um and he started talking about like other other guests that- but that i mean and this is this is a i think a conversation probably off the mics but um it's that's that's actually something that um, Jenna Duncan and I talk about a lot on Hoot and Review because we're mm-hmm. just constantly talking about pop culture, right? Yeah. And um, the you know what you know how how can I still enjoy Woody Allen films in the wake of everything that he's mm-hmm. at least been accused of over the years? Yeah, and we talked about this on the last episode too. We a did little bit. a little bit. Yeah, we've talked about it here, and it's it's hard yeah. to be an appreciator of pop culture. Uh, and somebody who has been an appreciator of pop culture for such a long time mm. that to not have, um, like I, to be honest, I, I don't, I will probably never, I don't know. I might never watch another thing that, that, um, Louis does. Yeah. But I thought his show was genius. Mm-hmm. I thought his his FX show was genius. I thought that you know his his stand up, you know the specials that I had seen, thought they mm-hmm. were genius. I can't you know, I can't support somebody who though I think is a you know I don't know. So I can like I can somehow maybe you know still appreciate the art that I have to this point, mm-hmm. but it's also like. No matter what, I, I haven't listened to an ID10T podcast since Chris Hardwick has been back. No, I haven't. and Which kind of sucks because I want to listen to the Ron Perlman one, but I'm like, I, I just can't do it. Well, it's just, I can, I figure it's like all the other ones where Ron Perlman uh, kisses, uh, kisses Chris's ass, <laughs> says some, you know, funny and things about Trump, cusses a lot. And that's Ron Perlman. I just hey, want to Toro's great. <laughs> I want to hang out with Ron Perlman. I do. So um Ron Perlman, if you're ever in Phoenix, Arizona. Get on what the fork. Get on what the fork. We'll we'll shoot the shit, man. Yeah. Um we don't have to talk about Hellboy. I also hate Trump. Yeah. I also am gonna miss seeing Ron Perlman in Hellboy. Yeah. Um I'm not the new one doesn't I'm not excited about it. I don't know. Maybe prove me wrong, new Hellboy. Yeah. I mean, it is it is David K. Harbor. Yeah, and then, you know, I and I like the I like seeing Mila Jovovich as the villain. Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah. I, so I mean, I I will I might go see it still. Yeah. Um, but I I'm gonna miss Del Toro's touch on it, mm-hmm. and and to me, I mean. Perlman totally embodied Hellboy for me. Same here. Yeah. But Ron Perlman. Yes. We'll come to you even. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. We'll do, we'll do, we'll take, 
we'll take the podcast on the road and head yeah. out to LA. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're down. All we're waiting on, Ron Perlman, is you. Yep. <laughs> Drop us a line at what's the fork pie at gmail.com. Yep. There we go. Another plug. All yep. right. Cause them harm, getting caught and being sent to the real bad place to be tortured for eternity, which will happen if Derek blows our cover. I know, but we'll also be sent to the real bad place if we do bad things. (laughs) I know it's tempting to take a shortcut, but moral strength is defined by how we behave in times of stress. The the shell strap side. What a drag you are. (laughs) Everyone. Constantly. I hereby pronounce you King Jason. Dope. <laughs> Where did you learn how to do this? The Hertfordshire Academy for Expressionless Girls. <laughs> the school I attended before Oxford. And then, of course, the Sorbonne. Do you know, I don't think I've ever asked you where you were educated. I went to Leonard Skinner High School <laughs> in Northeast Jacksonville, which was really just a bunch of tugboats tied together. Didn't you get seasick? No, sorry. They were tied together in a junkyard. <laughs> it wasn't a very good school. For most of my classes, we just sold dirty magazines door to door. You know, Jason, every single detail about your life is deeply disturbing. <laughs> and yet, I envy you. I was never allowed to goof off. Do you like Learn Scanner, by even the way? Ha- no. Okay. I don't. I think Freebird's okay. I like saying... Freebird at yeah. a concert just because it's a hack joke. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Malcolm has appreciated that. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually yell it at a Wilco concert yeah. because invariably somebody does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you're, you're the asshole who spring, who says, uh, sing somewhere at 69 at a Ryan's concert, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> There's another problematic figure. Yeah. Now. Well, I mean, now, now we'll just do it just to torture him. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, Ryan. I mean, you had to have some idea that that guy just was a little off. Um, if you ever want to borrow it, um, I have this book called Meet Me in the Bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're familiar with it. So it's like this for our listeners. It's, a, um, it's an oral history of rock in New York between... Oh, one and 11 with the strokes and, um, Franz Ferdinand makes an appearance and Kings Leon make an appearance. Mm. And then by weekend, um, basically the second wave of alternative. Music. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making an appearance, um, are, are in it thoroughly. So, but Ryan M's kind of is a character throughout this mm. book. And, when the news came out about him, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't surprise me because he does he not <laughs> come off as a as a hero in this at all. Oh yeah, he's um he's culpable. He's made to look culpable in many um, bad bad things involving the Strokes. Oh no, kidding. Yes. Um. In fact, when the news came out, they were quoting parts of the book about how hmm. Adams was long a, was long an asshole before this news came out. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I had kind of heard that a little bit, um, which is a shame because whiskey town, I always liked whiskey town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, and and um, not even like some of his solo stuff too. Yeah. What is it? The one with uh, it's love is hell. Love is hell. But before that, gold. gold. Yeah, gold is a gold is a great album. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, that um, going back to Marin, hearing Mandy Moore talk about him, and she oh. was like trying to like not just vent about him mm-hmm. but i mean hearing her and apparently that interview was <clears throat> was recorded before the new york times story yeah but i bet she had already done the talked with them yeah up to that point probably so yeah you could tell that she was trying to be cagey but it sounds like she went through some rough shit with him mm-hmm. i think she was already and it's funny because she was pretty nervous throughout the interview anyway yeah um and she had even said on Twitter how nervous she was. And then I think finally Marin being who he is, mm-hmm. got her to relax and yeah. open up a little bit. Yeah. He's never like it's the thing I always dig about him, is like he never like he kind of pushes but nicely. <laughs> yeah, no, he can he can get in there and get people that's that's why he's who he is. That's why he's Papa. Yep. That's why exactly. <laughs> Papa, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm, in this scenario, I'm Barbara Streisand, <laughs> and Mark Barron is my papa. He, he would be, yeah. I forget who plays her dad in that. Mandy Patinkin. It is, is, it, Ma- no, is Mandy, it? no, Mandy Patinkin is the rabbi whom she has affections for. Oh, okay. And who is confused because Yentl is playing a boy. Okay, help me. So... Help me out because welcome to Jew Corner with Jared. Okay, and um, so hi, which only seems fair because you have your Mormon corner. I get yeah. to have my Jew Corner every once in a while. So Jared, yes, uh, Jason, speaking from, for all the Jews. <laughs> Jared, Jason from Phoenix has a question. He um he he's interested in um who plays the father in Yentl and what is Yentl really about? Um, well, okay, so at heart, I mean Yentl is about it's about acceptance oh really and it's also about breaking gender stereotypes because Mm -hmm. now granted i'm speaking about a film that i saw as a kid because every every young jew sees this film Mm -hmm. it's either that or a star is born um so (laughs) (laughs) that's or prince of tides (laughs) oh so so the reason why i'm being why I'm even asking is because when I was in film school, I, my, um, well, my, I helped a fellow student create a montage of Barbara Streisand clips. Oh, seriously? Yes. So I had to watch Yentl. I watched scenes of Yentl a lot, but I had no idea what it was about other than, and it, I completely forgotten about it. Until Papa, can you hear me? Makes an appearance. Is it Deadpool or Deadpool Two? Or yes, one Dead, Deadpool. Is it Deadpool Two? I want to say it's Deadpool mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. Um, and I don't have anything against Barbara. I actually like Prince of Tides a lot, if I recall. I even liked. Is it the mirror has two faces? Oh, with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. 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 That one's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh. see. Um, who did no, so the the whole thing is that um 
if again, if I'm recalling correctly, um, you know, Yentl's father had always wanted a boy, mm-hmm. and he has a daughter, and she wants to make him proud. She wants to go to rabbinical school. I believe that's correct. Right. Um, if I have, if I have my, my, uh, because she can't even study the Talmud. Right. Exactly. Because she's a woman. Right. So she, you know, she, uh, uh, she, uh, goes, what is it when you not, uh, she goes undercover as a boy yeah, <laughs> and, um, and, and basically she, first be friends and then begins falling in love with Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. and Mandy Patinkin is suddenly very confused because he's having romantic feelings, but he thinks that she's a he. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, tension ensues. Well, I mean, who wouldn't have confused feelings about Mandy Patinkin? Cause <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a specimen of a man. <laughs> Well, in this case, it's Mandy who has the confused feelings about Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, and I think somewhere in there he might say, um, "You killed my father. Prepare to die." <laughs> yeah, and then he, him, and Claire Danes stopped a terrorist plot from occurring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was all good. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then, and then he was replaced by Joe Montana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Criminal minds. <laughs> That's right. We just went around the world with Maddie Patinkin. <laughs> Back to the good place. I had a friend I could just be myself around. Maybe I could be that friend. Or your husband. Okay, stop it. No, no, no. I'm serious. Will you marry me? What? I say we just let sleeping oh, so dogs lie. Tell Janet that. I might be in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, but, um,. I did that with Kristen. The so something like that, not like as goofy as Jason Gianni yeah. did. Uh-huh. So about three months into dating, mm-hmm. I pulled something like that. Oh like, yeah, we should get married. And she like she wisely said no. <laughs> <laughs> so then you knocked her up, and <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, no. Kristen. No, Sorry. no, I, I, I've done that. Like, I, I've done the subtle marriage. I was going to say, wait, do you have another kid hanging out there somewhere? No, no, no. I've done, <laughs> I've done the, um, the spontaneous marriage proposal. Gotcha. And lucky, and Kristen wisely. But you guys are down. married today, right? Because I did it right the second time. Uh, <laughs> well, good for you. Yeah. Derek can stay, but she's got to keep him under wraps so that none of the other demons find out. Fine. As long as they fly under the radar and Janet stays happy, I think we'll be safe. Great. Janet! Because the truth is, you don't have to. You never have. Because to you, I'll always be that guy you made. Can we not do this in front of my friends? Oh, so they're your friends now. I'm stating a fact. They are your friends. I don't know these people. I am out of here. Oh, great, I'm going to go Derek. back to our void, and I'm going to try and forget this ever happened. It is not your void. Oh. It is my void. Wow. I know it's a boundless, barren nothingness, but you are always there. Fine. I'll go somewhere else. Fine. No, not fine. Don't go somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're forked here, aren't we? 
So I've never Jason. noticed the coffee table. Mm-hmm. It's like like uh, laminated wood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fit with the IKEA stack. Not at all. You're lovely, and I've honestly had a wonderful time with you these past few weeks, but why on earth would I marry you? Well, for one thing, we're not on earth. <laughs> Decent point. Also, we like each other, and I promise to always be nice to you. Okay. I'll marry you. But I need some time to plan a proper reception. I mean, where will everyone sit? Will it be Michael and Janet opposite Chidi and Eleanor, or Michael and Eleanor opposite <laughs> Janet and Chidi? Let's just have it today, at the beach. The beach is where all the best stuff happens, like uh, swimsuit issues, and <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, and Jersey Shore, and crabs. Oh, I hope Janet's back on the beach. I love the the list of, of Jason's best things that happen at the beach. Yeah, um... Yeah, there's Ted Danson isn't saving Private Ryan. He'll tell you that nothing good happened in the beach on that day. Janet, hi there. Oh, everything all right, Janet? Yeah, everything's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so it's all fine. <laughs> How can I help you? Wait, there he is. Derek, Derek, how are you? Get down from there. I am not coming down because I meant to come here. I came here on purpose because this tree is my new house. This is Derek's house, and Janet's not allowed in because I booby trapped it. Okay, okay. Janet! Oh my god, you're here, thank God. Derek, I am not talking to you right now. I'm here to announce that. Jason Mendoza and Tahani Al Jamil are getting married this evening. The ceremony will be private, but we think it would be totally dope if you biznatches came and got turned up with us afterward. I think I can guess who wrote the invitation. Upset at anything I do, Janet. Do not start with me right now, Derek. Oh, I will start. No, 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 no! Do not avoid me by going to the void. No, What a little bench! So falling apart here. Um, I know we talk about um Michael's socks a lot. Yes. But those are a pair of socks that Derek is wearing. The socks are pretty dope. Yeah. I, I don't know why I use dope other than the fact that we just heard it. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> dope is not part of my normal the jumps, vernacular. The jumpsuit doesn't grab my attention in any way. But those socks... It's very... The socks are great. The jumpsuit is very men at work. Mm-hmm. And when I say men at work, I'm referring to the classic film from the 90s starring the Estevez brothers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which he was supposed to be in town today emilio yeah yes. yeah for uh for a screening of uh, his new film yes but they canceled it oh no kidding because he couldn't get a flight what because a certain man grounded planes son of a bench See, this is why I can't, I, you know, I, I, I catch up on the news about like once a week because I just can't fucking handle uh, hearing things on a daily basis mm-hmm. that are done by the asshole in chief. Yes. I didn't want to get political, but of course, it, it, it's because they ground the 737s mm-hmm. that Emilio couldn't get a flight to this movie Q&A for a movie that we couldn't go to because we're recording this episode. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I know at least two or three people who were going to go because mm-hmm. i mean it's emilio fucking us about that's right it's the jock from breakfast club that's right it's margin's son mm-hmm. it's charlie shane's brother 
It's, it's his character from St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's his brief five minutes in the first Mission Impossible. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, that is a brutal end. Yep. That, oh, man, man. I had seen that before, but mm-hmm. then when I was doing my rewatch of everything, I was like, oh, hey, it's Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah. And he's such a cool character. You, I hope he hangs around. Oh. Uh, did you ever <laughs> see Fallout? Doesn't. Fallout? Uh, is that the most recent one? Yeah. No, I still need to see that one. Okay. That's the only one I haven't seen now. Okay. Um. Because I had seen the first one and then never seen another one. Yeah, I um, we should we should watch that. Okay, I, Fallout. I, yeah, because I, I I bought it. Cool. So. Yeah, party at Jason's. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Shady, I understand the ethics involved, but we need to stop that wedding. We break up Jason and Tahani. Janet stops being sad. Derek goes away. Fine. But oh, there's something on. called the doctrine of double effect. In order to okay, ethical, doctrine of double go- effect. Yes. So I, I, um, you did deep, deep research. I did scholarly work. I did. I don't know how you do it. You've got two kids, uh, wife. You know, you've got you, you're you're writing for Phoenix Magazine. You do things left and right. You've got this show, which we record for fifteen thousand hours a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's amazing how I get anything done, but you know what? For you, Fork Buddies, I do it. So, you went deep into the books. We are, you know, we are more than quip quips and pop culture bromides. <laughs> we are deeper than that. And so we're in, um, I proved it by a Google search. <laughs> You're shattering the illusion. I, really? <laughs> no. Um, so the principle of double effect, also known as the rule of double effect, uh, da, 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 is a set of ethical criteria which Christian philosophers and some others have advocated for evaluating the permissibility of acting when one's otherwise legitimate act, for example, relieve, relieving a terminally ill patient's pain may also cause an effect one would otherwise be obliged to avoid, sedition or sedation or a slightly shortened life. Hmm. It was um what was the alternative name that you said? Uh it it's also known as the rule of double effect, the doctrine of double effect. So or double effect reasoning. Can we can we just for a moment imagine 007 in double the doctrine of double, double effect? effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so there's some examples um that um that they had uh bear with me so like in madison um it gets frequently cited in cases cases of pregnancy and abortion such as um if there is a um ectopic pregnancy okay um what do you do like um, the intent effect is to save the woman's life, but by if you have an type of pregnancy, you are harming the fetus. Um, it just—it's just the. It's example. an example. It's yes. the example. Okay. Um, um, that's what the argument here. It's just as problematic as the um, trolley problem, right? Where do you? Who do you save? Who do you save? Mm-hmm. Like, do you save the woman or do you save the? The fetus, and or do you save the one person? Do you save the five people? Um, or, sure. So, 
it's a thought, but it's not, whereas the try problem is an exercise. Um, I think the doctrine of double effect is something created by Christians to, yeah, to fuck with. Yep. People. Whereas, whereas we're using in this episode to, um, justify murdering a fun character in a romantic triangle. Yes. <laughs> much, much different. Yeah. Went into this with the intention of killing Derek. Your only goal has to be to spare Jason and Tahani from future pain by filling them in on Jason's past. Oh, I got you. I got you. So it's like, ethically, we should tell Jason that he used to be married to Janet, and it sure would be terrible if that ultimately led to Derek's death. Wink. No, nope. it's bad. You should not be winking or saying the word wink. Okay. We really need to kill. We really need to kill any suspicion that I want to murder Derek. Boom. Wink. No. <laughs> You're so smart. Every day you teach me something new about art and history and and why I shouldn't eat everything that smells good because sometimes it's candles. <laughs> You're basically. Like a hot genius teacher who sometimes has sex with me, you're a student. That used to happen a lot at Leonard Skinner High School, but <laughs> this time you won't be arrested. Oh, I love you, Tahani. I really like the vow drop. The vow drop is great. Yes, and I like the fact that he's wearing a um, Bortles. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, the jersey underneath the yes. tuxedo jacket. What yeah. really, what's really hurting my heart here more than anything is the fact that Janet is officiating the wedding. Oh yeah, no, it's terrible. Poor Janet. Jason, I never guessed we'd be where we are today. Me, a prominent British philanthropist with award-winning legs, set to marry you, a swamp dweller who once asked me if the presidents on Mount Rushmore have butts on the other side. <laughs> We don't make any sense together. And yet, when I'm with you, I can really let my hair down. Aww, speaking, that's of course, like... I'd never have it up in the first place. <laughs> not a factory worker. <laughs> but you've helped me see that there is more to life than just appearances. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I think I love... Wait! Stop the ceremony! This wedding cannot... Happened. This is not helpful, but I have always wanted to be a part of a wedding that was stopped dramatically. We can't get married? Why not? Because. Because. Hang on a second. I can't do it. <laughs> Professor Buzzkill got in my head. I'm just thinking about all the rules I have to follow. All right, so it was hashtag Professor Buzzkill? No, it's hashtag here comes the egghead. Here comes the egghead. Or, or hashtag... Uh, you're a messy bench. Yeah, hashtag messy bench. Hashtag messy bench. Or hashtag, hashtag egghead. Egghead. Hashtag egghead. Hashtag messy bench. Yes. Okay. That's is that what we're selling on? I think so because okay. that's that will be my reminder as I go back through and and listen to make sure that I don't have to edit anything out. Um, that <laughs> uh, which I usually don't anyway. But um, oh, I know. <laughs> That was a little pointed, sir. <laughs> or to stay ethical. Someone else is going to have to do this. I, I, no. all, right, all right, all right, all right. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, I think you mean bad news bear. I love that. <laughs> I think you mean bad news bear. Yes. Which brings us to Linklater. Mm-hmm. Before all the reboots, Jason was married 
to Janet, okay? That's why Janet's been glitching, because she's sad, because she misses Jason. In fact, she was so sad that she... Well... Derek? Well, well, well. Jason Mendoza. At last we meet. You've got a lot of nerve, buddy. No, no, I'm <laughs> And Everybody, this is Derek. Janet made Derek as a boyfriend to try and rebound from Jason. Oh, I feel quite lightheaded. <laughs> Janet, fetch my tizzy couch, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we, can we agree? Can we learn to agree that though Tahani and Jason shouldn't be married? Mm-hmm. That Tahani does make a lovely bride. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any second now, someone. I do also love the differences in the reboot buttons between Janet and Derek. Yes. Whereas. um, Because it looks like, you know, almost. It looks like it's some cobbled together piece of junk that that it's almost like uh, the tin can phones. It looks like a science project. A A really bad science project. Yes. Yes. And I'm wondering what all the antennae that are like sticking out of it would do. It seems. They don't seem like. Well, essentially, what this is is. It's it's um, Windows versus Mac, <laughs> pretty much. And Derek is Windows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poor John Hodgman. <laughs> I realize we're all missing. Why don't you just reboot all of us? Tahani and Jason will forget they were ever in love. It was a fluky thing. It probably won't happen again. And Chidi and I can forget anything we want to forget. You know, just like uh, personal bloopers that were embarrassing or uh, days where we were very gassy, etc. And then we'll meet back in your office. You bring us up to speed and we go from there. No, no, no. We're not starting over. We've come too far. Our only options are to reboot either Janet or Derek. Neither one is permissible as your primary intention. I mean, the doctrine of double effect, remember? Well, man, I'm working with the doctrine of not being completely effed. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what you even like about Jason. What does he have that I don't have? A soul and genitals? Oh, here we go with this whole no genitals thing again. You're the one that gave me wind chimes instead of a penis, Janet. This isn't about your wind chime penis. In fact, it's not about you at all. I don't even know what it is about, which is very confusing because the whole point of me is that I know everything! Janet, can I speak to you alone for a second? Okay, look, when you said you were sad about Jason and I suggested, hey, find a rebound guy, it's because I thought it was some sort of schoolgirl crush, like just some guy you made out with a couple of times in the walk-in freezer of a Brugger's Bagels. Not based on a real example. <laughs> yes, it is. His name was Marcus Bixberger. Marcus? I always called him Ben. <laughs> Look, I is there a Burgers Bagels in Phoenix? Was it? What was the name? His name was Bixberger. Right, but the it's a Burgers Bagels that they made out in Brugers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm familiar with the chain, but the only bagel chain that I know in is Einstein's. It's Einstein's. Well, and Chompy's. Oh yeah. But they're not they're not really a chain. Oh, yeah, okay, Brugger's bagels. Uh which um there's one in two there are a couple in Tucson. Okay. Um So this is maybe happened during one of actually it appears that they are all in Tucson. Well, this could have happened when um Eleanor took a flurry weekend in Tucson. Maybe we'll she- put it up to that. Not yeah. the fact that somebody didn't do their research to find that there was no Brugger's bagels in Phoenix. She could have gone to see Calexico, man. There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh man, that concert was so good. <laughs> That's so fucking good. <laughs> it was. It was amazing. Bad advice. Uh-huh. Okay. Jason was clearly important to you, and real heartbreak doesn't have a simple cure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you will feel better after some time goes by. I don't really experience the passage of time. I do use it as lotion occasionally. <laughs> I mean, weird, but keep doing it because your skin looks amazing. Thank you. Not skin. The point is, to get through a real heartbreak, you kind of just have to sit with your feelings and mull it over and power through. And you have to talk about it. Ugh. Talking about your feelings is the worst. It's so much easier just <laughs> yeah, to find a rebound guy and have about sex about your feelings. I don't know if I want to talk to Jason. Have right sex now. about That's your cool. feelings. Until then. <laughs> If you ever need a friend to talk to, just know I'm here. Derek? There's no easy way to say this. I never should have made you. (laughs) I think it's time for you to go away. I understand. Because you understand. Janet, (laughs) this relationship has been the best seven hours of my whole life. It's been the only seven hours of my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) We all remember. Okay, you ready to do this? Yep. Janet, what are you doing? I imbued Derek with some of my thoughts and emotions. This is the only way I could reabsorb them. It'll just be a minute. <laughs> Dang it. That is some hot reabsorbing. Are <laughs> you getting pregnant from reabsorbing? Uh-oh, I hear wind chimes. Look away. Everybody look away. I'm going to keep watching, but you guys look away. <laughs> Goodbye, Derek. Goodbye, mommy, girlfriend. That was disturbing. <laughs> Derek's going away now. Does he seem a little bit, uh, still alive? <laughs> he's about as dead as he can be. <laughs> kind of like he's in power saver mode. Derek? Are you worried you might start glitching again? No, I think I'll be okay now that I understand what I'm going through. And now that I know I can talk to my friends about it. Okay, I'm going to toss this steamer trunk containing the lifeless husk of my ex-boyfriend into a remote corner of my limitless void. <laughs> Bye, guys. Derek! <sighs> I'm kind of glad we... Okay, so his... Um, his... Well, it's a good thing we're almost wrapping this up because Gizmo's got to go out. Uh, the... The mommy-girlfriend joke, very yeah. disturbing. Yes. I like, I like his performance of... Derek, uh, like. <laughs> also, how do you have a corner in a limitless void? You don't. You don't. Boundless void. Boundless, mm. limitless. No corners. Mm-hmm. Just saying. You didn't get married today. Me too. Perhaps we were rushing things a bit, I and mean, we don't even know that much about each other. Like, who was the first person you kissed? The sexy mouse robot in the Chuck E. Cheese band. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. close. Okay, I think that's probably enough. We to know each other for now. Just take things slow. <laughs> I know I'm technically married to Janet, but I don't remember it at all. I'm sorry that it puts you in a weird position, and I still like you a lot. Me too. What happens now? Don't know. Do you want to try reabsorbing me? <laughs> it's, it's like um, it's like this is the sequel to Eternal Sunshine: The Spotless Mind. Something, yeah. Wrong. But no. What happens when yep. Jim Carrey dates someone other than Kate Winslet? Yeah. About you. What is it? 
The thing is, it's not even harming you. And and, and, and if I tell you, I feel like it, it might harm you. So uh, ethically speaking, I don't think I have to tell you. Yeah, well, forget all that. Uh, this is freaking me out. I'm losing my mind, so just tell me. And you don't need to respond, because I know you have trouble saying how you feel. I love you, too. I've never been that certain about anything. I once even tried to rent socks. How did I say that that easily? I mean, I get how you said it. I'm a total smoke show. But how did I say it so easily? Look, I don't want to talk about this, but after socks? everything that's happened today, I think we gotta. You don't. So let's just you don't. You don't. get it all What about out when you rent socks? Yeah. Um, you don't rent socks. Well, you yeah, own the socks. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any feelings like that I don't know, for me? Bowling alley. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but I, I don't think I do. S- sorry. Why are you sorry? Because I'm relieved. Because I don't either. So all good. I mean, Overcompensating. I, I incredibly mm-hmm. close. To no, 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 no. Smoke show, smell strap. Explain yep. yourself. We are on the same page. Okay. Good. Hey guys. Come. Sorry. I. Uh, I know it's late. Can I talk to Eleanor for a second? Actually, we're chatting about something no, right now. No, it's cool. We were wrapping it up. Good talk, bro. <laughs> Eleanor's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, being ethical, it's hard. And I kind of hate it. When's it get easier? Why don't you ask Cheaty? He's the ethics master. I'm just a newbie, and I still kind of suck at it. Yeah. That's why I'm asking you. I designed this entire torture chamber around the absolute certainty that when the going got tough, you would give up. That was the signature Shellstrop move. Do you remember once when your change oil light came on? You just abandoned your car in a parking garage. Of course. But here, faced <laughs> with the toughest challenges I could throw at you, you never once stopped trying to become a better person. And I just... Why? I don't know. I mean, whenever I would do something crappy on Earth, there would be a little tiny voice in the back of my head that would say, Eleanor, don't grab that handful of olives from the salad bar. You know, you didn't pay for that. Or, <laughs> Eleanor, don't spit those olive pits onto the floor of the grocery store. That's not cool. Or, Eleanor, that old man just slipped on your olive pit and he fell down. <laughs> don't use the fact that everyone's distracted to go back and steal more olives. Okay. This ethics stuff, it's I, hard. And it's why confusing. Would you- why would you steal olives? Do you olives like are olives? great. I love olives. Oh, man. Olives are fantastic. I just had olives on my salad tonight. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> what was <laughs> the disdain with which you said that, sir? Good for you, man. Are wow. they green olives or black olives? Both. Oh, good for you. Just love olives. Or is there mochi on that? <laughs> salad too man i'm not crazy Ugh. that's just that's just ridiculous sir that is just that's that's no so, i did not and you're not pulling olives on yogurt or anything no like that. oh man no okay no for crying out loud oh, sir man you are out of order <laughs> such a buzzkill <laughs> it does get rid of the little voice because at least i'm trying to do the right thing instead of the crappy thing and and I gotta say, man, I don't miss the little voice. Well, thank you for helping me today. 
Wow, you, uh, you really did just come here to chat, didn't you? Just shooting the shirt with your old pal, Eleanor. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Why? It's just a very human-y thing to do. Stick with the program, demon buddy. I really feel like things are starting to click in our little study group. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Shut the door. <laughs> Have a seat. Oh, Fremulon. So. Hang on. There we go. So I'm going to offer a, an obvious theory. Mm-hmm. That the reason why Eleanor continues to be good, mm-hmm. despite everything, is not because of the little voice. It's because she likes a certain ethics professor. She's hot for teacher. She's hot for teacher. <laughs> and she wants to impress teacher. Yeah. She's doing it for a boy. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boy. Let's hear it for the boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Now that's stuck in my head. Quick, quick. Uh, um. Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're back to Kenny Lockins. <laughs> Danger zone. Dang. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think, one of the reasons why she continues to yes, be. Yes. And I think it's more than that. I think it's she's doing it for herself, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just, I think. That story, I I think that each time she does fall for Chidi, mm-hmm. um, even though there are apparently times when she doesn't, but I I don't know. I I think that there that mm, on some level it's doing it. Some level it's doing it for Chidi, but mm-hmm. I think on another level it's still for her. Yeah, I I think Chidi. I think she is the impetus. Like Maybe. It's the callus for starting it. And there is, I mean, also, I think that there's something to that idea of the little voice and quieting mm-hmm. the little voice. The Jimmy um, Cricket, as it were. Yeah, but I mean, that little voice is there for other reasons, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would love to quiet the little voice that says, um, that, like, uh, tells me I can't do something as I'm attempting to try and do something. Mm-hmm. You know, the self-defeating voice. I think that the self-defeating little voice is an extension of the little voice that tells you, you know, that you should be doing something different. I would like to draw that voice. I don't, I don't care for. Yeah. And that, I find that voice goes away with some Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, any final thoughts other than, uh, than hash, Hashtag, uh, hashtag messy benches. Or hashtag egghead. Or hashtag messy benches. Or hashtag egghead. <laughs> um, I like how, I mean, obviously, it's been, we've been building this for a few episodes, but now Michael is the one who is learning, and he's finally... Yeah, I think, I think Michael's really doing it for himself, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't have to be. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's. I think this begins under the, under the the guise of he's fucked if 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 he gets found out. Mm-hmm. So he's siding with the humans, right? Right. But if there is, if the, it's to be, if it's to be believed that there is a genuine threat of Michael, all the way through, it's that he has an affection for humanity, mm-hmm. and. uh 
They're paper clips. They're yeah. hooters. And and you can see like and again it's 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 hooters restaurants not. <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, it's again uh, you know, in large part due to the genius performance of Ted Danson, mm-hmm. but seeing the look on Michael's face as Eleanor tells him how human he's being, mm-hmm. you know that look of like pride of he's doing it yeah so yeah i think that's a good place to leave it with <clears throat> hashtag messy benches um <laughs> hashtag um hashtag gets. all right so next time we will uh pick up with with uh with with the i know a t-shirt guy by the way you, you know a t-shirt guy i, I also know guy. a t-shirt guy i wonder if we know the same t-shirt guy maybe Probably maybe not, not. All right. Thank well, you, Fork Buddies. Thank you. So at, at what the fork pod, what the fork pod at gmail.com, hashtag messy benches. Or or hashtag hashtag uh, egghead. Mm-hmm. Hashtag egghead. So. Hashtag messy benches. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for, for keeping this show going with your your supportive listening and uh and we wouldn't be here without you guys. Yeah. Who and while uh all the other good stuff. Yeah, give us some ratings. Yeah, show us you're listening. Buy Do some something. Books. Uh, well, I mean, you know, yeah, sure. Support on Patreon, whatever. It would help pay for server costs and the cost of of running this show. Anyway, all right. Peace. Keep it uh, fork bites. Uh, let's do let's do figurative uh, vow drop. This has been a Hoonwaddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from Hootenwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hootenwaddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hootenwaddle.